This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of my podcast. This is week three of our four-week NFL preview leading up to week one of the regular season. The first two weeks of the NFL preview, we looked at both conferences, the AFC and the NFC, with some analysis, some predictions, and some over-under plays as well for some team total wins for this upcoming season. This week, we are going to look at kind of the season as a whole and talk about our predictions for the playoffs at the end of this year, as well as some of the season-long awards that could be handed out. And then next week, our fourth and final week, we will be doing a week one preview with analysis, picks, and predictions as well. It's crazy to say that we are less than two weeks away from the NFL season. Came really quick this year. This summer just absolutely flew by. Can't believe that it's September already, but it's here. Football is literally right around the corner. I couldn't be more excited. I'm definitely ready to go. So first, let's talk a little bit about the playoff format that we're going to see this year in the NFL. It's a little bit different than it has been in years past. They officially added an extra playoff team per conference for the playoffs this year. So instead of your usual six teams per conference with the top two seeds getting a first round bye, starting this year, it's going to be seven teams from each conference with only the one seed getting a bye. That means seeds two through seven would play their three matchups in the first round of the playoffs which would bring us down to the final four teams per conference it would be reseeded as usual with that one seed who got the bye would get the lowest remaining seed as their game at home and then they would of course face the winner of the other semifinal with the higher seed getting the home field advantage and they would meet in the conference finals So it's not a complete reorganization of how the NFL playoffs are going to work, but it definitely is a change. It will definitely be different this year than usual. It will be a little bit easier to get into the playoffs because they are adding that third wildcard team, but then only one team gets the reward of the first round bye instead of two. So it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out this year because this is the first time that they will be using this format. And then just one more thing to add about this playoff structure it will be as usual as it has been with the top four seeds being the four division winners and then seeds five through seven would be the three wild cards in each conference and speaking of division winners if you listen to my last two episodes the AFC preview and the NFC preview we gave a breakdown of all 16 teams in each conference as well as predictions for the division winners so that would lay out more than half of our playoff fields because there will be eight division winners which were all predicted in the first two episodes then we would just need to add six wild cards as well so let's get into that right now and we will start with the nfc so these are my seven playoff teams from the nfc seeded from one to seven the one seed we have the seattle seahawks the two seed the cowboys the three seed the buccaneers four seed the chicago bears the five seed the new Orleans Saints and the six seed 49ers and seven seed Vikings. That would mean the Seahawks would receive the first round by for being the one seed and our first matchup would be the two seed Cowboys against the seven seed Vikings. I definitely like the Cowboys to win this game. I think they're pretty much better at every position group on the field 
Golden Cowboys have way more weapons on offense to go along with a pretty solid defense as well. It would The game would be in Dallas, and I will definitely be taking the Cowboys to advance over the Vikings in that game. Our second matchup of the first round of the NFC would be the third seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the sixth seed San Francisco 49ers. The game will be played in Tampa Bay, but I still think that the San Francisco 49ers will be a little bit too much for the Buccaneers to handle. Of course, Tom Brady is on the Buccaneers this year. Great coach in Bruce Arians. Great wide receivers in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And they added Rob Gronkowski, a couple other good tight ends. There's a lot to like about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. But I just think that the San Francisco 49ers are the better team. The only reason that the San Francisco 49ers were a six seed is because I had the Seattle Seahawks winning the West and getting the one seed. So I think the 49ers are much better than the sixth best team in the NFC. It just happens to play out that way with the way the division and wild cards get ranked for the playoff system. So again, I will be taking the 49ers, the six seed to advance over the three seeded Buccaneers mostly because of their defense and their running game. Coach Kyle Shanahan has a lot of experience in the playoffs. He's done very well in the playoffs as a whole as a play caller, minus his two stumbles in the two Super Bowls that he's appeared in. But as a whole, he's been a great play caller, running the ball, playing defense in the playoffs. And I think the 49ers would get it done again in this matchup. The third and final matchup in the first round of the NFC playoffs would be the four-seeded Chicago Bears against the five-seeded New Orleans Saints. Similar to the last matchup that we talked about, the game would be played in Chicago because Chicago is a division winner, but I think that the wild card New Orleans Saints are a much better team than the Chicago Bears and would definitely get it done in that matchup with Coach Sean Payton, quarterback Drew Brees, all the weapons on offense, the solid defense. I just think the Saints are a much better team than the Bears and probably a better team than a five seed in the NFC, but because the Tampa Bay Bucks are my projected winner of that division. The Saints would be the five seed, but they would still go on the road to Chicago and beat the Bears in that 4-5 matchup. So that brings us to the NFC semifinals. And our first matchup would be the one-seeded Seahawks after getting that first round by, and they would be taking on division opponent, the San Francisco 49ers. The game would, of course, be in Seattle. I already said a lot of the things that I like about the San Francisco 49ers team. The head coach with playoff experience, they made their run to the Super Bowl last year before being defeated by the Kansas City Chiefs. They run the ball in Shanahan's scheme as good as any other team in the NFL. They have a very, very good defense on paper. Last year were one of the best defenses in all of football. And then on the other side, of course, you have the Seattle Seahawks, who were my pick to get the one seed in the NFC. And the main reason for that is because of quarterback Russell Wilson. Russ is, in my opinion, the second best quarterback in the NFL behind Patrick Mahomes. Russell is a great leader for this team. Great arm, one of the best deep ball throwers, if not the best deep ball thrower in the entire NFL. He is, of course, very mobile. He's good at picking up first downs with his legs if the play breaks down. There's just so many things that Russ does well. He's such a clutch quarterback to this point in his career. He's already proven that he is definitely a big game quarterback. He plays his best football under the most pressure. He comes alive in the second half even more alive in the fourth quarter. He's definitely the kind of quarterback you want in playoff situations. He has a knack for getting it done, a knack for the big moment, and he loves those clutch spots. It's just where he plays his best football. He has two very good wide receivers that he will be throwing the ball to. Young breakout star 
guard DK Metcalf. He had a great rookie season, great chemistry with Russell Wilson, and was one of the bigger surprises last season with how good DK Metcalf was as a rookie. And then he has Tyler Lockett as well, who he has great chemistry with. He's had him for the majority of his career. He likes to look for him on third downs. So yes, two receivers that Russell is very comfortable throwing the ball to. And then the Seahawks offense runs the ball very well. Also, they run the ball just as much, if not more, than any other team in the NFL. They will feed Chris Carson early and often, and then get Russell Wilson working off of the play-action game where he's at his best. I love this Seahawks offense. There's so many things to like about it. On defense, they're pretty solid as well. Middle linebacker Bobby Wagner, one of the best in the business. The one thing they may be missing on the defensive end is they don't really have that impact pass rusher, so it'll be interesting to see how Pete Carroll and company draw up the pass rush this season because they will definitely need that if they're going to make a deep run like I think they will. And then the big addition to their defense was trading for Jet superstar safety Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams is an all-pro. He will be a welcome addition to this Seattle defense. It's going to be very interesting to see how Jamal plays in the big game. Being with the Jets for all of his career to this point, he didn't really have any big games to play in. But now that he has a real good shot to play some meaningful football to make it to the playoffs, this is a very good player, and I expect him to rise to the occasion when it comes to these big game situations. So with all that being said about the Seahawks and the 49ers, I will be taking the Seattle Seahawks to win at home and advance to the NFC Championship over the 49ers. Our second NFC semifinal would be the Dallas Cowboys against the New Orleans Saints. The game would be played in Dallas. The Cowboys have their new head coach this year in Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy has not only been to the playoffs before, but he won a Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. This team is, of course, led by quarterback Dak Prescott. Dak will be playing on the franchise tag this year after not getting a deal done with Jerry Jones in the offseason. So he will be playing on the franchise tag in kind of a prove it year, if you will, which I kind of think works out for both sides in a sense. The Cowboys get a highly motivated Dak Prescott, which is definitely something that they want. And Dak Prescott gets the ability to prove it. And if he has a big year, he can get paid even more this offseason than he would have last offseason. Look, all the numbers were there for Dak last year. Statistically, he was an excellent quarterback and has been to this point in his career. But unfortunately, last season, it just didn't show up in the wins and loss column. The Cowboys missed the playoffs, ultimately because they lost to the Eagles in that game in Week 16. It was a go-get-it game for Dak Prescott. All he had to do was win that game, and he was in the playoffs. Unfortunately for him, he didn't get it done. So again, his statistics last Last year were great. The wins and losses were not great. I think he's going to be very motivated this year to prove that he is a winner. And I believe that he will do exactly that by winning the NFC East, getting to the playoffs, and winning that first round in the playoffs to get him here. With, of course, his superstar running back, Ezekiel Elliott, one of the best offensive lines in football. Three very good wide receivers to throw to, and a very solid defense as well, with some new names on the defensive line and some new pass rushers coming in. So Dak Prescott and company would be taking on the very 
experienced New Orleans Saints in this scenario that we have played out. Look, there's a lot of things to like about the Saints, and I kind of laid them out before, but my overall opinion of the Saints is with Drew Brees, they keep getting to the playoffs, they keep getting to this point, and somehow they keep finding a way to lose and not advance back to the Super Bowl, which is, of course, their ultimate goal. There's always some kind of excuse for Drew Brees and these Saints for whatever reason, one or another. They always seem to lose in these big games in the playoffs, and I don't think anything different is going to happen this year. I think the Dallas Cowboys will beat the New Orleans Saints and advance to the NFC Championship game to play the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Now, I am very high on both of these two teams as I've outlined to this point in this episode. I really like this Seattle team. I really like the Dallas Cowboys, but my pick to win the NFC this year and advance to the Super Bowl is going to be the Dallas Cowboys. I think if you just look right down the line, position for position, matchup for matchup, the Cowboys are just the better team here, and I believe the better team will prevail, and the Dallas Cowboys will win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl. And with that, let's now slide over to the AFC Conference. Just like the NFC, we will be giving you our seven teams from the AFC that will be making the playoffs, as well as their seed from one to seven. So, for the one seed, we have the Kansas City Chiefs, the two seed, the Buffalo Bills, the three seed, the Pittsburgh Steelers, four, Houston Texans, number five, the Baltimore Ravens, our sixth seed is the Denver Broncos, and the seventh seed, Indianapolis Colts. Again, the Chiefs getting the one seed, so of course they will be getting the first round bye, as well as home field advantage throughout these AFC playoffs, which brings us to our first matchup, which would be between the two-seeded Bills and the seven-seeded Colts. The game will be played in Buffalo, and I just think that the Bills are a very complete team this year. They have young quarterback Josh Allen, who should improve from last year even more. He did make it to the playoffs last year, so getting some playoff experience I think will be huge for both Josh Allen as well as head coach Sean McDermott. They have a great one-two punch at running back with Singletary and Moss. They have a good O-line. They added a true number one receiver this year in Stephon Diggs, which in my opinion was the only thing that was missing last year from making this a truly complete team and last year they had one of the best defenses in all of football and I believe that they will again this year so again top to bottom there's a lot of things to like about this Bills team they don't have any glaring holes at all and I just think that they're a really solid really complete team that's going to be too much for the Indianapolis Colts look the Colts are a good team as well and if you listen to my AFC preview podcast I had said that I really do like the Colts roster. The one thing I don't like about it is the most important thing, and that is their quarterback, Phillip Rivers. I'm not a Phillip Rivers believer. He's had a lot of good years in his NFL career, but when it comes to the big game, he always seems to lose the most important games. He hasn't been clutched throughout his career, and I don't think changing teams from the Chargers to the Colts is going to change that aspect of his game, so the Buffalo Bills will advance over the Indianapolis Colts. For our next matchup in the AFC playoffs, we have the six-seeded Denver Broncos traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the third-seed Steelers. 
The Steelers are another team with a very, very good defense, one of the best in the NFL. They just missed out on the playoffs last year, and that was pretty much all because of how good the defense played, especially with pass rusher TJ Watt and defensive back Minka Fitzpatrick. Their defense really carried that team and almost got them to the playoffs despite terrible quarterback play from Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. Ben Roethlisberger is returning for the Steelers this year, and as long as he can stay healthy that is going to be a major upgrade at the quarterback position I don't think Ben is still going to be at the very top of his game but without a doubt he is an improvement from Rudolph and Hodges and that's ultimately why I think these Steelers are going to win their division make the playoffs and get the three seed here where they will be taking on the six-seeded wildcard Denver Broncos look the Broncos are my favorite sleeper team coming into this season Drew Locke showed a lot of flashes last year that he could potentially make a very big jump this year I love what the organization has done surrounding him with young talent and weapons on the offensive side of the ball this is still a very good defense as well they were a little bit down last year but Von Miller and company can definitely make a resurgence this year again this is my favorite sleeper team coming into this season the Denver Broncos and I am going to pick them to upset the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh and advance to the second round of this AFC playoff now that brings us to our third and final matchup in the first round of the AFC playoffs and that is the Baltimore Ravens against the Houston Texans they would be playing this game in Houston look a lot of people are very high on the Baltimore Ravens this year. Lamar Jackson coming off of an MVP season. The Ravens were the one seed in the AFC last year, but were eliminated in the playoffs by the Tennessee Titans. On paper, this Ravens team is very, very good. They are great at just about every position, besides maybe wide receiver would be their one maybe down position for their team. It seems like everybody has very high expectations for Lamar Jackson again after his MVP year. Me, I'm not so sold yet on Lamar Jackson. I want to see him do it again first. It seems like everyone's quickly forgot that before last year, most people were talking about that he wasn't going to make it as a quarterback in the NFL because of how poorly he played the season before. Also, last year in that playoff game against the Titans, Lamar Jackson was not very good and ultimately he was the reason why they lost that game if he was himself they could have won that game he wasn't they lost so again Lamar Jackson had one great year the year before that was not very good at all and both times that he's appeared in the playoffs he has been unimpressive so again I do think that the Ravens have a very good team but I am not as sold on quarterback Lamar Jackson as everybody else is while on the other side of this matchup against the Houston Texans there is one thing and one thing only that I love about this Texans team and that is quarterback Deshaun Watson. I am a huge Deshaun Watson fan. I think he is the third best quarterback in the entire NFL behind Mahomes and Russell Wilson despite having a not so great roster around him and in my opinion a very bad head coach. Deshaun Watson keeps continuing to win games for this Houston Texan team. He won a playoff game last year against the Buffalo Bills where he came from far behind to get that victory again I don't think this roster is very good there's not much else I really like about this team but I like Deshaun Watson enough to get 
get it done in this playoff game over the Ravens. He's proven to be a winner in the past. He's proven to be clutch in the past. He shows up in the big moments, and I think he will do the same thing here and advance over the Ravens to the semifinals of the AFC playoffs where they would then be taking on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo in a rematch of last year's playoff game, where, let's be honest, the Bills just blew it. They had that game in their hands. They were ahead the entire game. They let it get away from them late, where Deshaun Watson and company came storming back to force overtime and ultimately win that game. As I said before, Deshaun Watson is a winner. He's clutch. He gets it done despite not having a great team. But in this rematch, I think that the Buffalo Bills will get it done again they should have won that game last year they had it they let it slip away I don't think the same thing happens this year they get revenge on the Houston Texans and move to the AFC championship game where they would take on the winner of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. Look, I said before, the Broncos are one of my favorite sleeper teams this NFL season, but unfortunately, I don't think that's going to be good enough to get it done against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. If you listen to my AFC preview episode, I went on and on about all the things that there is to like about the Chiefs. There's not much not to like about this team. They are the defending champions from last year. They have the best player in football in Mahomes. They have one of the best coaches in football and Andy Reid. They have all those speed and weapons at wide receiver. They get a new running back in Clyde Edwards-Alaire, which Andy Reid himself is said is a lot like Brian Westbrook, his running back in Philadelphia, will now be implemented into his system in Kansas City. So if that's true, that's a pretty scary thing to add that kind of a weapon to an already dangerous Chiefs offense and a Chiefs team that has a pretty solid defense as well. They're not a great defense but they have enough on the defensive side of the ball to pair with their unbelievable offense that it's good enough and they will get it done in this game against the Broncos division rivals and move on to the AFC championship game against the Buffalo Bills look I said before that the Bills are a very complete team they are solid all across the board they do not have any glaring holes I think they're a team that's going to be a contender in the AFC for many years to come but unfortunately for them I I don't think this year is their year. I just think the Chiefs are too good and they will defeat the Bills in Kansas City and move on to the Super Bowl where they would face the Dallas Cowboys. This is a good time to mention that in our last episode, we did mention that we are taking the Kansas City Chiefs to win the AFC Conference at plus 300. So again, we already had that play previously mentioned in our AFC preview, but we are just going to throw that reminder in here that we have a plus 300 bet on the Kansas City Chiefs to win the AFC. And now that brings us to our Super Bowl prediction for this upcoming season, the Dallas Cowboys against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are, of course, the defending champions from last year. They ended a very long drought without winning a Super Bowl in their franchise's history. And I think this year it's time that the Dallas Cowboys ends their Super Bowl drought, which is at 24 years right now since their last Super Bowl championship. Jerry Jones has been itching for one. He has the team to do it this year. I believe in Dak Prescott. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to get it done this year and their Super Bowl trout and bring home that trophy, which makes for our second futures betting pick. And that is the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. The odds we can get for that right now are plus 1600. So 16 to one on your money for the Dallas Cowboys to win the Super Bowl this season. So now that we have completed 
our playoff predictions and made our Super Bowl pick for this season. Let's talk about a couple individual awards. We had the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl, as I said, and sticking with the theme of us really liking the Cowboys going into this season. Our projected MVP of this season is going to be Dak Prescott. We can get Dak right now at plus 1300. That's 13 to 1 on your money. I talked a lot before about how Dak is betting on himself this season. All the statistics are there. All the numbers are there. He just needs to put it together in the win-loss column. I think he's going to do that this season and make the ultimate run through the playoffs, win the Super Bowl. I think he's going to have a huge regular season, and that's why I'm picking Dak Prescott to win the MVP at plus 1,300, betting on himself. He's going to win that bet, and he's going to get a huge contract this coming offseason. So moving on to our next season-long prop play. For comeback player of the year, we are going to go with Big Ben Roethlisberger. Plus 260 on that bet. Ben missed all of last year with an injury. He will be returning as the quarterback of the Steelers, of course, this season. I said I like the Steelers' chances this year to win their division and make the playoffs. I don't think Ben is going to have a giant season, but I think he's going to be a huge improvement from what they got at quarterback last year. I think he's going to bounce back nicely from his injury, put together a solid season, a good enough season to lead this team to the playoffs. And again, we have Big Ben Roethlisberger to win comeback player of the year at plus 260. Another season-long prop bet that we like is for the rushing yard champion. And we are going to be taking Dallas. Alvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings. He put together an incredible season last year. I expect him to be even better this year. They traded away star wide receiver Stephon Diggs to the Buffalo Bills. Last year, they already relied heavily on the running game. This year, you can make a case that they could rely on it even more than they did last year. Dalvin Cook really shines last season the more they fed him the ball. I think it'll be a lot of the same this year. We can get a good price, plus 1400 to one on your money for Dalvin Cook to win the rushing title. Our final season-long prop play that we are going to have for this season is for Offensive Rookie of the Year, and we're going to be taking Clyde Edwards-Alaire at plus 360. A lot of people like Joe Burrow to win this award, which he could, but I'm going to go with Edwards-Alaire. He plays on the Chiefs, which is the best offense in football. He has the best quarterback in football in Patrick Mahomes. He has a coach in Andy Reid who likes to throw the ball to his running backs, which is probably the best part of Clyde Edwards-Alaire's game. We mentioned before that Andy Reid makes the comparison of him to Brian Westbrook, which is a very high praise for Andy Reid to give him. And then the other huge thing that Clyde Edwards-Alaire has going for him is their other running back, Damian Williams, will not be playing this season. So Clyde Edwards-Alaire will be their feature back. He should get a ton of touches in this explosive offense. I think he's going to put up some really big numbers. So our offensive rookie of of the year, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, plus 360. So that is five new season-long bets in total that we added this episode, just to run through them one more time. Cowboys, Super Bowl champions, plus 1,600. Dak Prescott, MVP, plus 1,300. Dalvin Cook winning the rushing title at plus 1,400. Ben Roethlisberger, comeback player of the year at plus 260. And offensive rookie of the year, Clyde Edwards-Alaire at plus 360. 
Okay, so that is all we have for this episode. We have our Super Bowl champion prediction in the Dallas Cowboys with projected MVP Dak Prescott. We gave our full analysis and predictions for this year's NFL playoffs, the new format, the 14 teams instead of 12. And though the playoffs are a very long way to go from here, it's never too early to start talking about them because, of course, the NFL season is less than two weeks away at this point. Super exciting. Can't wait for the NFL season. Next week for the podcast, we will have one more episode of NFL season preview. That fourth and final episode will be focusing in on solely week one of the regular season, looking at some of the matchups, making making some predictions, and giving our first look at our first NFL week of this upcoming season. Until then, you can check us out on Twitter and on Instagram. The handle is at Adam Hulse Sports. Make sure you check us out there for all of our latest news. We add betting picks on there all the time as well. So make sure you don't miss out. Follow us at Adam Hulse Sports. We hope you join us next time for that week one preview. Until then, this has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning in.